All right, hey everybody, welcome to Average Joe's Podcast. Uh, I'm Aaron, uh, getting ready to read out of the scripture with... With Kevin, I'm Kevin. Hey guys, how you guys doing today? All right, man. Uh, so Kevin, how was your day? Oh man, my day was, it's it's fun, a little hectic for me. You know, I'm, you know, uh, great, great topic of conversations. I actually called you today because I've, I've been doing some job interviews. I had two interviews already, and I have one more tonight. And with one of my job interviews, they said that if I wanted to work there, I'd have to work 12 on, two off, which is not a problem for me in terms of hours. I don't mind working a bunch. But I was a little worried about how that would affect my my walk because I wanted to be obedient to God. And so um, I did what I think we should always do, and I reached out. I sent you a text and said, hey, Aaron, give me a call when you get a chance. I know you're at work. And we talked this out a little bit, but my day was good. Sorry, I went a little bit long into that. You probably didn't need all that information. My bad, Aaron. No, that's awesome, man. Uh, yeah, man. I, so I worked today. Uh, it was a pretty rough day. I'm really sore from working out, um, and my, my job's really physical, so I'm, I'm pretty sore and tired today. But <clears throat> overall, man, it's a beautiful day. It was, it was good to have a conversation with you and and and, and work through a problem solving by hitting some scripture. Instead of just, I mean, of course, the situation, there's some good work, worldly stuff, but it was nice to, to turn that to scripture to, to look to, which is the topic of today's podcast. <coughs> so we're going to be in Colossians today. We're going to be in Colossians chapter 2. We're going to start at verse 16, and we're going to read through verse 23. That's Colossians 2, 16 through 23. You want me to go ahead and pray? No, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pray us in today so you can read because it's your verse. I'm All sorry, right. my mom just my mom just texted me. I wanted to tell her that I was gonna give her a call as soon as I was done with this, so I apologize. I'm a little distracted. I got, I got a okay. text too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <coughs> All right. So let let us go ahead and, and uh bow our heads and get an attitude of prayer. Right. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for this podcast uh, because it's a way for us to spend more time with you and talk with you, God. We thank you for the opportunities that we have, whether that come through uh, jobs or people in our life, to spread you, to spread the news of you, God. Uh, we ask that as we go through this Bible verse, that you really allow it to sink home into our hearts and that you allow it to change our steps, to reroute us back towards you, God. We ask that you allow us to read it with your spiritual eyes and hear it with your spiritual ears and allow our hearts to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that it can absorb as much as you want us to absorb from this. We thank you for giving us the little bit of discernment that we have in it, God. We just ask that you continue to bless our lives uh, in mighty ways. And one more prayer, God, for our brothers. Our brothers in prison right now are really struggling uh, at Lansing Correctional Facility specifically. God, those those men, they're some of the best men I've ever met are are there, God. I just ask that you you put a hedge of protection over them, but not just protect them, but also comfort them and their families. I know their families are having a really rough time outside of this, not being able to do anything. God, please be with them in their situation. Whatever they're going through, however they're feeling, be with them. Let them know that you have a plan in all of this. And we may not see it. We may not see it for a long time, but there is a plan, and you have one. I ask all these things in your glorious Son's name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.
All right, so Colossians 2. I'm going to start reading at verse 16. Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink, or with regard to festival, or a new moon, or a Sabbath. These are a shadow of things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going in detail about visions, puffed up without reason by a sensuous mind, and not holding fast to the head, from whom the whole body, nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. If, Christ, if, if with Christ you died to the element spirits of the world, why, as if you were still living in the world, do you submit to regulations? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, referring to things that all perish as they're used, according to human precepts and teachings. These have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion and asceticism and severity to the body, <clears throat> But they are of no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh. Hmm. <coughs> That's good. So what what specifically made you think of this? So what was my question to you and what made you think of this text when we were deciding, uh, when we were talking about this and I needed help? So one of the first things that come to me, of course, was this passage. Um so, so your your issue was, you know, twelve days on, two days off, and and, and honoring the Sabbath. Um, and, and I know this is it's a very sensitive subject, man. There's people out there that are super critical on on Sabbath and and all these things that we have to do. Um, <clears throat> so you were your question was, look, man, am I being disobedient by if I take this job? You know, and I of course like, you know, it's really good money. It's a great company. Um, I personally don't feel so. I feel like I, I told you, I feel that the Sabbath is for the state of mind. <clears throat> and man, this was a time when people were being really judgmental about every little thing everyone was doing. And it had to be on this day, and it had to be done just this way, and you had to say this prayer just this way. And, and Paul's like, look, man, don't, don't let no one disqualify you because of this stuff. The, the substance is Christ. The honoring of Christ and your walk of Christ is what really matters, and we we could go into a ton of New Testament examples. And I don't want to dis I don't discredit the Sabbath. So anyone that's listening, that I, I'm not discrediting the Sabbath and the importance of that. But to me, it's it's a state of mind, uh, especially for a couple guys coming out of prison. You know, man, we've missed so much of life. <clears throat> We got to get a job, and we got to get a good one, so we can save some money. We we got obligations and things to take care of. Um, and like it says in nineteen, you know, holding fast to the head from whom the whole body is nourished. You know, there's a lot of people who do all the right looking things, but he talks about their, their sensual minds. It's of no indulgence to the flesh. There's a difference between looking like you're doing the right things and doing the right things. Yeah. So I think that. Uh... For any of you who may have a study Bible, if you're following along, that has introductions, my introduction has a the reason why Paul uh, <laughs> Paul wrote the letter, and one of the one of the reasons why he wrote the letter to the Colossians was that they they had some heresies, some false teachings that were going on at the time, and one of them was about ceremonial ceremonialism, 
right? And that's something that we always have to be uh, careful of. And that's what this verse is talking about, that we can't get too wrapped up in the pomp and ceremony of Christianity. Christianity cannot be a religion. It's got to be a relationship. Now, that doesn't mean we don't go to church, and that doesn't mean that we don't enjoy things like the Last Supper, right, or uh, communion and celebrate the Last Supper. But it does mean that that cannot be the focus of our faith. Uh, so for me, in that problem that I had, it was, well, I don't want to be disobedient, but I can't focus on the Sabbath being my faith. Christ is my faith. And so that's that's where, where this verse really hits home. <clears throat> I know, man, I really like how he puts about the... the uh not letting people disqualify you. Uh, my my heading for this says, let no one disqualify you. Um, man, and I was raised in a really strict background where if you didn't go to church on Sunday, you didn't have a, a King James Bible, and if you were a dude and you had long hair, you, you were going to hell. Like, super strict. And and when I, I realized that, man, no one can disqualify me anyway. My my qualifications come through Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Amen. And there's so going on at this time that, you know, Paul's like, look, man, it's about Jesus Christ. That's what it's about. And, and in today's society, man, we we have options. We have podcasts. We have online church. I'm not a big fan, but you have it. You also can, you have church at multiple times of the day. You could work third shift and, and you know, go to morning church service somewhere. There's always a way to honor that <clears throat> still the Sabbath tradition um, and fulfilling your life obligations. Because there's passages also where it says he who doesn't provide for his own is worse than an unbeliever. <laughs> we got to provide, you know. Yeah, and I think that uh, in a practical manner for me, uh, when, I, when I talk about walking it out, it's never been about, you know, needing a day off or wanting to be able to go to church because this <laughs> might... might you know, I had a conversation with my sister, who I love dearly, and I trust her opinions very much. But my sister is not a uh, – she's she doesn't walk as seriously as you and I do. I don't want – I'm not judging her walk, and she's, she has faith, and I love her for that, right? But she does – she's not in the Scripture trying to find answers to her questions like we are. And so when I asked her about this, that was kind of what she said. And at first, I kind of – because sometimes I do this, you know, I brush her off. I was like, ah, she doesn't read the Bible as much as me. I don't really need her opinion. But it really goes back to that same thing. She said, look, Kevin, you don't need a day off to celebrate God. Just celebrate him all the time. Make time for him before you go to work and after you go to work, and you'll be celebrating God. But I think that's really what it's about is when we look at why the why the Sabbath was so important. The Sabbath was so important because they needed a day to rest and be with God. But now we have all the time to rest and be with God. Anytime I'm in, I have the Holy Spirit in me, I'm resting in God, right? Jesus talks about resting in Him. Yeah. And so the the need for a physical one day maybe isn't as great as it once was. So maybe I'm not being disobedient by working on the Sabbath. Uh, I think that it's also a good time to, to just tell everybody, man, me and Aaron, we really believe in something that... Uh, so he's a part of a, a church called Christ the Victor. And Christ the Victor has uh, one of their big things is the Nicene Creed, right? And we believe in the Nicene Creed. Aaron, do you want to talk about that? You're a little bit more knowledgeable about the Nicene Creed. So in, in the short version, uh, a little bit after this time, a, a 
couple hundred years after this time, the uh, the churches begin to scatter, uh, and all these heresies arose, and there become a need for the the bishops and the pastors and the, the elders of the church to say, hey, what what's a Christian? And that was the question. Someone was like, hey, these dudes are saying they're Christians, but they do this, this, and this. And these, these 150 bishops got together, and they're like, okay, what is a Christian? Like, like we... What, what, what qualifies that? And they hammered out this, this statement of faith, <clears throat> this this creed. And, you know, we, we'll, maybe we'll get into that in the future. You can always look it up, too. But it's, it's a fairly short, easy to remember. Look, this is what we believe. The word creed means believe. Like this is, and they said, look, oh. this is what a Christian is. Okay. If they believe this, and, and these are the essentials. Of the okay. Faith. So, <clears throat> real quick. Real quick, Aaron thinks it's easy to, to memorize. Some other people like myself <laughs> have not memorized it, and it's not as easy for us to memorize. But I do, I do refer to it. I do when I was when I was at when I was in prison, and I was a member of a team that led our Christ the Victor and Lansing Minimum. Uh, I was a big proponent, and as often as I could, got everybody to, to recite the Nicene Creed every Sunday. Um, but the reason why I bring it up here, guys, is because you may have different opinions about the Sabbath, and we don't want to, we don't want to run you off. Here's what we know. If you believe everything, look it up. Read the Nicene Creed. If you believe in everything that the Nicene Creed says, then we, then you're our brother. We, we're not trying to split hairs on, on the theology of different subjects, because we just want to love you, and we, we want to have that brotherhood of Christianity that Paul talks about that's not divided, that doesn't look at minor, differences as reasons to dislike or hate. So uh, look up the Nicene Creed and you'll understand what we're talking about in terms of, hey, you might you might disagree about the Sabbath. But the Sabbath's not the only thing going on in the Scripture, is it, Aaron? It's definitely not. You know, one of my favorite passages in John, I believe it's like 569. I, one of my favorites, I never remember where it is, but Jesus says, you search the Scriptures and in them you think you find eternal life. But these testify of me, and you're unwilling to come to me. Like, like we know Jesus dishonored the Sabbath, and they freaked out. They're like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? He's like, look, man, this, no, this isn't what it's about. <clears throat> it, it's about that relationship with Jesus Christ, accepting. We know that there's no salvation under any other name but Jesus Christ. And we know that if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, You've repented as we've talked about. That's it. Like, no one can take that away from you. This is saying don't let anyone disqualify you. Don't let anyone say, hey, man, oh, you didn't do this just right. You're not a Christian. Or, oh, you must not love God because you didn't do this, this, and this. Never about that, man. I mess up every day, man. Every day. John 5.39. Sorry, I looked yeah. it up. John John five thirty nine is where your verse was. Okay. I think that's important, and for <clears throat> for us, I think that um, it's important for two two reasons. A, you're right, we're not disqualified. Nobody can say look at us and say for any reason that I'm disqualified from doing anything in the church, that I'm doing anything for God because only God gave me the qualifications. But the second part of that, the other half of that, right, is that it becomes real easy to disqualify others. And that's something we want we want to try to do, not do. And I know that, look, guys, I'm going to be honest with you, that's a hard one for me. I look at other people, 
And while I, I can understand the humility in the sense of I'm very low, sometimes I look at other people and I say, well, does he really deserve to have that or does he really uh, need to be doing that? If he says he's Christian, he shouldn't be, you know, and I, I think like that a lot. So this is an important verse, not just because we want you to know that you're not disqualified, but also as you guys are walking around, make sure that you're not disqualifying others. You never know what God has planned for them. Amen. I, I think another important thing to highlight real quick is not just qualifying yourself also. Um, Very true. Something, something I deal with in my life, uh, man, I had an incident with just just some crazy chaos in my life because I was unwilling to reach out. Um, so the people that are most important to me, um, you know, of course, Kevin, we have a unique relationship and it doesn't matter what I tell him or he tells me. Uh, but I have some mentors who look at me like I'm some like I'm a big deal, man. They they put a lot of faith, a lot of trust in me, uh, and I didn't want to reach out to them about some struggles in my life because I felt like they wouldn't love me anymore, that they would they would judge me or they would look at me as less of a person. Uh, and I, I let I begin to let that disqualify me. I begin to let it get in my head, and I, I went to a dark place all because I was like, man, I don't want people around me to know that I'm struggling with this. So don't let yourself disqualify yourself. Man, reach out to God. Reach out to somebody and know that you are loved no matter what. Nothing can take that away from you. Yeah, so I think that's that's important. Don't disqualify others. Don't disqualify yourself. You don't know what God's got planned for you. All you have to do is be open to it. Um, In terms of this verse, man, it's, it's super important. Uh, also, when you're so, if we look at the second half of that, 20 through 23. So, in general, we'd like to break it up into two easy parts: 16 through 19 and 20 through 23. And if we look at the, the second half of that, right, it talks about the have an appearance of wisdom. We don't want to have that appearance, guys. If you ever are doing something just because you want it to seem a certain way, you you, you should really reevaluate what you're doing. Do it because you love God. Do it because you're seeking out Christ. But don't ever do it because your neighbor might might think that you're a better Christian if you do it. Don't ever do it because your wife might think you're a better husband. Do it because you care. Not because you want to have an appearance of caring or an appearance of wisdom. I know a lot of times um, in the context of this verse, we find ourselves doing that. We, we begin to do things just because society is doing it or because our our spouse wants us to do it, and it has that that appearance of wisdom, but it's that inner like like inner self because you're doing it reluctantly. It begins to build resentment and hate and animosity. I Man, it's just about being true to yourself and being true to to God and loving the way He made you, accepting it, because those closest to you will accept that no matter what. When I reached out to my mentors and said, "Hey, this is what I was struggling with." They were like, dude, don't you think we struggle with that? Like, what's the big deal? Man, we love yeah. you. Don't, you know, you'll be surprised at how many people will just love you for you. So I think that, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna wrap things up. I think we're gonna wrap it up. I just wanna tell you guys that the, the subheading for my Bible for, I have a, I'm gonna butcher this, a Zondervan? Zondervan. Z- Zondervan, uh, yes. study Bible. And the uh, the subheading says freedom from human rules, guys. 
just know you're following God, not man. And so keep that in your mind and uh, keep that in your mind when you're dealing with others. But you're following God, not man. Be nice to everybody because that's what God wants you to do. And uh, don't worry about what others may think of what you're doing because as long as you know you're honoring God, then you'll be all right. Amen. All right, Aaron, you want to pray us out real quick? Amen. Yes, I will, man. All right, Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for another day. We thank you for this podcast. We we pray that you just use us, Lord, to reach people, that you'll just use these words to touch someone's life. Lord, I pray that you you will give us this message so that we don't disqualify others and we don't disqualify ourselves. Uh, thank you for fellowship. I, I thank you for, for for the relationship that Kevin and I have, that, that he can reach out and that I can... You're like, oh man, this is something important. I got to do this. And then we went to you, Lord. Thank you that we've come to a point in our life where we don't make rash decisions and we at least come to you in something like that. I pray that you begin to instill that in every aspect of our lives. Our listeners, Lord, I pray you bless them, their families, their loved ones. Keep them safe. Keep them happy and healthy. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, guys, that was the Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you continue to log in and listen in, see if you can get something from it.